handoff, Dalvin. Room to the left side, 15-10, 5. He bulldogs into P.J. Williams and into the end zone touchdown. Well, we are two days away from the Vikings' 2021 season opener. Kickoff at noon, Paul Brown Stadium, Cincinnati, Ohio, against the Cincinnati Bengals. And boy, oh boy, what a week it was here at TCOPC. Welcome to episode 33 of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson from the Vikings Entertainment Network. Alongside my co-host, Chris Corso. And Chris, all the speculation is out the window. The dress rehearsals are complete. The chilly capital of the world awaits the purple on Sunday. And uh, we were talking off camera, and I told you I got myself into a rabbit hole um, uh, the other night. I uh, just researching facts and notes about the city of Cincinnati, and I found out that the great filmmaker Steven Spielberg was born in Cincinnati. Of course, I mean, a legend, a legend, right? So you're saying that the Vikings defensive linemen should make a film. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think I'm saying this is the start to the movie that we're trying to paint this year as a Minnesota Vikings I team. I love it. And one thing I found out, he filmed and directed his first movie at the age of 17 on a $500 budget. Um, of course, his ultimate goal was to win an Academy Award or an Oscar, in which he ultimately did in 1975. My point that I'm trying to make right now. Where are you going with this, Gabe? <laughs> is that his story started out in Cincinnati and it ended with him holding up a trophy in Los Angeles. You following me? I see where you're going. Week one starts in Cincinnati. 12 p.m. kickoff against the Cincinnati Bengals. Super Bowl 56 will be held in SoFi Stadium in L.A. You following me, right? I'm following you. So now we're in the opening credits of the movie. How the story will tell itself, I guess that's the answer we'll all find out at the end of the season. But I'm so excited, man. Coming up later on the show, Vikings linebacker Nick Vigil will stop by to preview the game. We know Nick Vigil spent his first four years in the NFL with the Bengals. He was drafted in the third round in 2016 out of Utah State. So it'll be good to catch up with him and just hear his thoughts since he was traded uh, to the Los Angeles Chargers last year and then picked up a free agency uh, by us this past offseason. So a lot to get to in the show today, but you know how we usually start this show, Corso. Nothing's changed. We start the show the way we always do, with one best thing. Talk to me. My one big thing is going right into it with the guest of the week, mm. Nick Vigil. I'm talking about Mike Zimmer on X's and O's with Voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Mike Zimmer compared Nick Vigil to the great Chad Greenway. Oh, wow. I don't know if it's the off the field when it comes to hunting or growing up. And, you know, he grew up in Utah. I know Utah's not Iowa, but there's a lot of similarities with how they grew up. Mm -hmm. But I guess they play linebacker in a similar fashion for Coach Zimmer to say Chad Greenway and Nick Vigil represent a lot of the same things mm. out on the field. So I'm really excited to see Nick Vigil in this game. You'll hear from him later on in the show. And I think he's going to have a few tackles against his former team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, I hope so. I hope he just makes the plays to come to him. But making those tackles, he'll, he'll it'll be a little a little more. I'm not going to say easy, but he'll have a better chance of making tackles because he has two big guys up front that's going to you know take care of the the nitty and gritty and, and the stuff that he has doesn't have to worry about. But if he's anything like Chad Greenway, I'm talking about two time Pro Bowler, um, had over 1,100 tackles here in Minnesota. Um, eight forced fumbles, 11 interceptions. We can go on for days. I think Minnesota Vikings fans will, will love that guy. And like I said, it starts with the with the guys 
in the front. Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce. But I want to move to the offensive side of the ball for my one best thing. Of course, we got this new podcast, player-driven podcast called The Audible. It airs on KFAN on Thursday, so it aired yesterday. The TV show will come out later tonight on Fox 9. But this week, Justin Jefferson was the player host. His guest was his brother, Jordan Jefferson. And um, I asked Justin, I said, hey, like, are you the type of guy that play uh, that plays Madden with the Vikings and like boost your ratings up and then throw to yourself every single play? And he was like, nah, I don't I don't do that anymore since I'm since I'm on the game. So, of course, his brother Jordan chimed in and was like, well, he still does that now. He doesn't boost his, his ratings up, but he's going to give himself like 12, you know, 12 to 15 targets. And of course, Justin was like, all right, well, I'm still going to have five catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. So I had to chime in and I was like, well, five catches, 100 yards and a touchdown is I think that'll that'll fare well against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a that's a great start to the season. So um, the the conversation went that way, went so many ways. So Vikings fans, you should check that out. But I think if Justin Jefferson can have an 100 yard game, I, I think that will bode well for this offense. And that starts with protecting Kirk. Right. The offensive line has to protect Kirk. But if the offensive line does protect Kirk. I'm taking my I'm putting my money on Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Speaking of Adam Thielen versus Eli Apple, wild card game, Vikings versus Saints 2019. Adam Thielen had seven catches, 129 yards, right? Eli Apple is with the Bengals now. He's their starting cornerback. Cheeto Awuzi is the other starting cornerback for the Bengals. And last year, Cheeto Awuzi played for the Cowboys. Adam Thielen had eight catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns. JJ had three catches. 86 yards, a touchdown. You following me? I follow exactly what you're saying. I think this is the matchup to watch in this game. I think we want to see Kirk Cousins throw the ball down the field. Yep. Something that we didn't get to see all preseason long is these three guys together working out on the field. And I want to see that matchup against Eli Apple that mm. you're talking about, Gabe. Mm. I remember that 2019 game so well. <laughs> Adam Thielen had a big-time catch right there in the red zone from Kirk Cousins. So look for these guys to look to throw the ball down the field and obviously feed number 33. I'm yeah. ready to see number 33. Yeah, you got to gotta have number 33 getting at least 20 to 25 touches. And I, I think that that's going to serve us well. We know this Cincinnati Bengals defense, they gave up 90 or more rushing yards to eight different ball carriers last year. So I think Dalvin Cook can start that trend this year of being the first team to, to rush for at least 90 yards against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. But I, I want to stick to the offensive side of the ball because – Dalvin Cook doesn't get his rushing yards. Kirk Cousins doesn't throw the ball. Adam Thielen doesn't catch the ball without this front five of the Minnesota Vikings uh, taking care of the ball and taking care of the the quarterback. And it starts with Brian O'Neill. The biggest news coming out of the TCO Performance Center this week was the five-year, $92 million extension for the right tackle, in which he was, I mean, rightfully so, excited about. But I'm not going to talk about his excitement. I'm going to let him speak for himself. I'm just happy to be here and be a part of this. Like, I just love being here. I love being in the locker room with these guys and coming out to practice every day and just like being a part of the organization and um, getting to play for this team is, you know, it's a privilege. And I love our group. I love our coach. I love our assistant coach. We got a great room. And uh, this is the most excited I've been about an offensive line here. And I think um, hopefully we'll be able to see the results, but we got to go out and prove it. And we got to go out and prepare today in order to have success on Sunday. Well-deserved, Corso. Well-deserved. And, you know, we heard it from the Denver Broncos team reporter during training camp. Von Miller, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, said that Brian O'Neill is the best right tackle that he has gone against 
in the NFL. So, I mean, when you get words like that, I think it says everything that you need to know as a Minnesota Vikings fan that Brian O'Neill will be here for the extended foreseeable future. That's exciting news, and it starts with him. Um, just moving from right to left, him, Ole Udo, Garrett Bradbury, uh, Ezra Cleveland right now, Rashad Hill, and Christian Derisaw is working his way back. But I'm sure Dalvin Cook is happy he's on our team also. And Dalvin Cook, speaking of Dalvin Cook, we haven't we haven't heard from him much this offseason. Where has he been? Well, he signed his contract <laughs> last year. He didn't play all preseason, but he did speak at the podium this week, and which is what we'll get to right now. Yeah, we practice every day real hard. Um, as far as getting those live reps, like you said, we didn't get them as an offense together, but confidence I could be in this group. Um, we returned a lot of core guys that, that know what it takes to get done. Just bringing these younger guys along is going to be the key for us. You know, having that having that permanent depth for another guy to step up, you know, to come make a play. And we've been on the younger guys. You know, we've been practicing hard. Coach has been on everybody. So, you know, that's, that's just what it's going to take. You know, younger guys got to step up and be ready. And we just got to go execute come Sunday. Man, I, I know this year is going to be a big year for him because he, he has an extra chip on his shoulder, just you know, playing every game for his dad. I think he said he's wearing a shirt underneath his his jersey uh, every game this year with his dad's either name or picture on it. So he, he's playing with purpose, and you add that purpose to his already talented skill set, I think we see a special chef this year. One thing I really appreciate about Dalvin Cook is his loyalty and the fact that he loves his family yeah. and his teammates. And you see that? out on the field when he's letting Brian O'Neill and Garrett Bradbury spike the ball after a touchdown. Now, this is going to be one of the first games he plays mm. in a long time yep. without his father watching him. I think he's dedicated this season to his dad, and I think you're going to see it in the stat sheet. Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, whenever the Vikings are playing, you know who he's running for, and you're going to see it in the stats. Oh, you're going to see it. You're going to see it early this game, too, against Cincinnati. But I'm sure Mike Zimmer is going to say, feed Dalvin and Mike Zimmer, he's going to be eating good in Cincinnati. And, and this is this is Mike Zimmer's first regular season road game in Cincinnati, right? I think Mike Zimmer is going to want to beat the team that he was the former defensive coordinator for, and he's ready to get all those starters back on the field. You were making all those, you know, movie jokes before. Yeah. I think he's fast-forwarding through the, the opening credits. I think he wants to be out there. Let's go. Time on the clock. Run the clock. And let's rush Joe Burrow. Rush the quarterback. I'm sure we'll be hearing and seeing a lot of that. But let's hear a little bit more from Mike Zimmer from his podium sound this week. Okay. Um, had a good week of work. Um, you know, be, we need to go out and, and uh, prove what kind of team we are on Sunday. You know, I expect us to go out and play hard, play well. Um, and continue to do the things we've been doing in practice. So we're excited to get going, get the season going. Um, I know there'll be a lot of a lot of their fans there. I'm sure there'll be a lot of our fans there. So it'll be great to get back playing in, in uh, the regular season with fans. So questions? Mike, with Anthony Barr, is there any consideration of shutting him down for a little bit, or is he still week to week? Um, you know, he's close. So we'll just we'll just see. How much do you really look forward to like the moment of truth and, and figuring out who this team is and where to take them from there? Um, well, I hope I have a pretty good pulse on it right now. But, um, you know, the thing is you never know until you go out there and you go against somebody else and you, you play. But uh, I like this team. Um, you know, I think we've got some really good talent. 
Uh, we got good guys that work hard and are competitive. Um, so now we just got to go out and prove it. How would you like uh, Vigil in more of that every down role without Barr out there? Yeah, he's done a really nice job. Uh, you know, I, I told somebody the other day, he reminds me of Chad Greenway. You know, he's very smart, um, you know, conscientious about everything that he does. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he was in the system when he was at Cincinnati a little, you know, a little bit. And then when he went to San Diego, it changed. But, uh, you know, he, he's caught on caught on fast, and he's played well in the preseason. Um, you know, we all got to make sure that we all tackle good and uh, be good, good communicators. They give you a lot, give you a lot of formations and um, movements and things like that. Well, you heard it from the head coach, Mike Zimmer, from the statuses of Anthony Barr, D.D. Westbrook, and so on and so forth. But we have to move on. The players that are going to be out there on the field, those are the ones that we have to talk about and that we are going to talk about. And those are the ones that are going to lead us to victory uh, in the Chile capital. I, I guess they call Cincinnati the Queen City also. Dude, I promise you I did too much research on, on Cincinnati, but I'm slighted because I'm from North Carolina and we call Charlotte the Queen City. I know we go down and play the Panthers later this year, but man, I, I'm so excited about this game uh, in Cincinnati because like I said before, there's so much talk. There's been so much, so many speculations in this industry. I feel like, you know, we do get paid for our personalities, but we get paid to overthink. And when we have too much time on our hands, we just overthink things and make stories out of stories. And now we can just react to what we saw on the field. So I'm excited. It's all business from here on out. Football started last night in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Dallas Cowboys. Now it finishes with week one and so on and so forth. But Vikings fans, stay tuned. We got Vikings linebacker Nick Vigil coming up after the break. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to talk about, especially going back to a place where it all started in 2016. So don't change the dial. We'll be right back. Hey, Vikings fans, this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. All right, welcome back to Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson alongside Chris Corso and our guest of the evening, Mr. Nick Vigil, Vikings linebacker. Nick, how you doing, man? Doing well. How about you? Good, good man. It's, um, it's, it's I guess, would you say this is a homecoming? Of course, you know, we, we know you were drafted in 2016 from the Bengals, uh, spent four years there. You were in L.A. last year and now you're with the Vikings. But going back for the first time, like, is this a homecoming for you? Well, it's actually the second time. Okay. We, uh, we opened up. We opened up there last year. Okay. The Chargers, so exciting. So I guess yeah, you call it a homecoming. You know, I'm excited <laughs> about it. It'll be fun. It's always good to go back. Well, we were joking with Justin Jefferson about spilling the beans of Joe Burrow and all the connections that come about in this game. So, have you been confronted or anything like that by Mike Zimmer being like, "Spill the beans on the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals for us here"? <laughs> no, they haven't asked me too many questions. Are you helping out your teammates or anything like that? Yeah, helping them out. You know, they got questions. I got I got a couple answers for them. So, you know, a couple that. guys have asked some questions and things like that. So, yeah, I got a couple things to tell them. You got to spill the tea, Nick. You got to spill the tea. <laughs> need, need the lifting Give tea on that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, right. so we were talking, um, I think the big question that we've been talking about, I mean, I asked JJ this question. I talked to former Vikings linebacker Ben Lieber about it. But, you know, for on the offensive side of the ball, of course, you go into every game with butterflies. There's a big difference between butterflies and nervousness. And the offensive side of the ball, a lot of guys usually say like, hey, I can I can have, you know, two touchdowns on the first two plays. But if I don't get tackled, like I'm, I still have butterflies. What is that like for yeah. you, like going into a, a new season? I think it's just, yeah, a lot of excitement, um, just a lot of eagerness. And then 
for me, typically, it's once you get that first hit out of the way. Once that first play goes, you get the first hit out of the way. That's kind of when it goes away, and then you're just playing ball after that. So that's kind of what happened for me. I have a really important question for you as a Vikings linebacker. Are you familiar with Chad Greenway? Yes, I am. Coach Zimmer compared the two of you guys and said you you really remind him of Chad Greenway. So when you hear that, what is that? How does that make you feel from your head coach? Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a big compliment. Chad Greenway was a good player in this league, and especially for this organization for a long time. So you know, for him to say something like that, that means a lot. You know, hopefully I can live up to it and play well. So <laughs> that's a big one for Vikings fans here. Probably one of the biggest fan favorites in recent years, to say the least. Oh, for yeah, sure, absolutely. And I know. Um, Chad Greenway isn't into bull riding as much as you. I know you don't ride bulls as much, but I, I got to ask, what's what's better, your bull riding or the Skyline Chili in Cincinnati? <laughs> Honestly, I never had Skyline Chili the whole time I lived there. Come on. Never, yeah, we never had it once. I know. Wild, huh? So you're taking your bull riding, basically, huh? Yeah, those days are long gone. Though. That was a long time ago. That was when I was a little kid. I hear that. For Vikings fans who don't know you off the field, I mean, I, I know there's some rumors out there that you enjoy hunting. You're really embracing Minnesota this off season. Can you tell them about a little bit about what you you do off the field and and the family that you come from? Yeah, we uh, grew up in a you know little small town, kind of out west in Utah, um, just kind of in farmland, and uh, raised with horses my whole life, and grew up hunting and fishing with you know my brother and my dad and um, all my cousins. So. A lot of outdoorsmen, you know, still, I still own horses. I have them back in Utah. My, my dad takes care of them for mm. me when I leave for the season. Um, Just like Coach so Zimmer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, we talked about that, actually. Got his ranch out in Kentucky. But, uh, yeah, we, me and my wife both love the outdoors, and, you know, hopefully we get my little kid into it and <laughs> get him doing stuff out there, so. Well, you got about, what, a month or two more months here in Minnesota to, to be outdoors, but how has that transition been since you've been, I guess you got here this summer, and being that Minnesota is an outdoorsy state, how has that transition been for you? Yeah, it's been good. You know, we've been, been pretty busy, so you don't get too much time to go out and, you know, do a lot of stuff, but I'm, I look forward to doing that a little bit more here in the off days, mm-hmm. uh, kind of exploring and going and see what see what the state has to offer. I've heard a lot of good things, so... Well, I know, you know, time is of the essence now, now that week one is here. So I know your mind is is set on Cincinnati. And, of course, a few weeks ago you said this is the most talent you've been a part of. Well, this is the most talent you've seen on the defense since you've been in the NFL. Why why would you – why do you say that? Uh, We got a lot of good players. I mean, at every every level. I mean, you got all pro players in the back end, the front end, you know, the linebacker room. Um, and we got a lot of experience, uh, guys that have played in this system for a long time. And I think experience and that goes along with communication. It just, it goes a long way. And, uh, when, if you can put it all together, the talent and the, and the smarts, you know, we could, we have a chance to have a really good defense, but at the same time, you got to go out there and prove it. So that's what we're trying to do this week. We hear Andre Patterson talk about all the time how it's such a big deal for the nose guard and, and obviously the, the defensive tackle to really play a big-time role in this defense so the linebackers can run free. When you look at Dalvin Tomlinson and Michael Pierce in front of you during training camp and in the preseason, how does that make you feel to be able to play linebacker in this defense? Oh, yeah. When you got two big guys like that that can move like that and <laughs> take up two linemen on every single play, that makes that makes the linebacker's job easy. You know, they do all the, they do all the dirty work up front and uh, let us run around and make plays, so... 
you know, it's always fun. No, knowing that, I mean, it, I guess the game gets faster, understanding that you can play a little more freely. So understanding that and knowing your keys, what does the mental preparation look like now, understanding that, hey, this is this is a better defense? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I think a lot of it's just a lot of film study and recognition, just understanding what offenses are trying to do, you know, out of certain personnel, out of certain formations, and then um, just, yeah, doing your job, you know, every job you got every play you got a job to do and just making sure that you're, you know, pay attention to the little details and able to play fast. And when you're not thinking is when you're playing the best. So just understanding the defense to its fullest, I think is, is the biggest thing. First game of the season on Sunday, your first game with the Minnesota Vikings. Give us a prediction about what you're going to do <laughs> on the field on Sunday. I'm putting you on the spot here. No, I mean, only time will tell, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I can make some plays, but five, yeah, five uh, tackles, six. <laughs> make the yeah, plays we'll make the plays that come <laughs> make, to you right yeah make make the plays that come to me that's right so knowing that you are a minnesota viking now you're going home well i wouldn't say going home but going back to the place where it all started uh, has it you know come full circle for you have you you know envisioned how how sunday will be for you from a, a mental standpoint i mean i know the physical standpoint the, the plays are going to come to you but mentally yeah, I mean, uh haven't thought about it too much, you know. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of excitement once we get there and, you know, we get going. But uh, maybe maybe think about it a little more once the once the game's over and hopefully hopefully with the W. So. Mm, that's all that matters. That's right. Well, Nick, always a pleasure, man. Thank you for joining us again. I know you got a lot of a, a lot of prepping to do before we get down there, but always a pleasure having you take some time out and enjoying Vikings Vantage. So get back to work. We'll see you Sunday, and best of luck going forward. All right, I appreciate you guys having me. Yes, sir. Thanks, Nick. Well, that was Nick Vigil, Vikings linebacker. Always a pleasure talking to him and hearing his perspective heading into Sunday. Of course, so we hit on a lot of great topics. And moving forward, there's a lot of great content on Vikings.com that Vikings fans used to stay tuned for. Like I said, the Audible came out this week. It's a weekly player-driven podcast that will be on Vikings.com and KFAN all season long. Also, the Vikings post-game podcast will be back following the game. And if you're not able to check that out, we will have our Vikings post-game live show, which will air an hour right after the game concludes in Cincinnati. Tatum Everett, as well as Robert Smith, they'll be on that show uh, recapping that game. So, fans, stay tuned to Vikings.com for the most up-to-date coverage of the team. Make sure you follow us on all of our social and digital media platforms also. Um, with that said, Corso, I think we can end the show. So, for yourself, Chris Corso. Nick Vigil. My name is Gabe Henderson, and thank you for tuning into another edition of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like.